going into a TV desert. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> all the shows yeah. I watch mm-hmm. have all simultaneously reached a point where they are not good. And I have to push on. Mm-hmm. And there's just not going to, it's going to be a while before we see water. Yeah, I, I hear you. Case in point, I'm watching um, uh, Community. Yes. Rewatching Community. Yes. Hit the fourth season. And I just don't even want to go season. forward. No. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on the seventh season of Voyager. Yep. Which is, I don't know. I mean, the last one I saw was actually pretty really good, but uh, right. it's generally not kind of a slide down to the end. I mm-hmm. think show's kind of running down. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? There's a uh, show called The Last Kingdom that I yeah. really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's still good. I think it's still high quality, but I feel like they're just kind of doing the same same, same stories over, over and, and over, over again. again. Yeah. 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 I hear you. Somebody, a uh, longtime cast member gets killed. Then Utrecht feels bad about that. Then uh, he's got to bounce around for, you know, a couple episodes the entire season until he finally achieves whatever his goal is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's some something open-ended probably for the next uh, season after that. Uh, yeah. And, and we're all good. There's some reoccurring bad guys who may have been in from previous season, but then there's usually new bad guys who you've never even heard of. Yep. Or but they're a big before, deal. But they're a big deal. <laughs> and, you just never heard of them. Yeah. And yeah, so that's kind of uh, what, what I'm looking at. And, uh, I wonder if the books are like that. Uh, you know, the books are uh, a lot different, just out of necessity. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And just changing things. And also, you know, they're... The history itself was a lot different. Yeah. Um, but I know that... Uh, remember when they were in the swamp? Uh, when were they in the swamp? It's like the first season. Oh. They were trying to kill yeah. Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, and his, uh, his uh, Edward was born there. Oh, that's right. Man, that was so long ago. And there was a little girl. Yeah. Named Ethelfled. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. That's weird. I yeah. That, that's really weird. The show goes on and years will go by in between seasons, but they don't really bother to... They don't age them, makeup Age anybody, or no. Uhtred so, looks exactly the same. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Alfred's wife, you know, is now has an adult daughter, but she just basically looks like, you know, a, a woman in her mid to late 20s. I <laughs> so know, right? just not doing anything. No. That no. clean living. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> All that wine. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the fresh air. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Another show we have, well, we haven't been watching a whole lot for a while, actually, is, but there's more of it, is, is Outlander. Um, <laughs> we got yeah. we got to a part in Outlander, and we just kind of yeah. haven't gone back to it. Well, I don't for know, me, maybe we should go back to it. I, I suppose, know. I suppose. For me, it was them trying to square the circle of, so now they're in, like, pre-revolutionary America, right? Right. Um, and, you know, and I'm, I'm sure that um, the, the lady that wrote them, yes. Diana... Gabaldine. Um, Gabaldon or whatever. I, I don't know how Gabaldon to say her name. Is, yeah. <laughs> uh, she picked that time period, you know, specifically because I think there's a lot going on. Like, obviously, yes. you know, the, the, the early stories center around um, the Jacobin Rebellion. Yes. Um, and she wanted it to be, you know, in Scotland and stuff like that. So that's kind of a good thing there. But then it's also, you know, 
it's pre-American Revolution. It's they keep running in. There's there's a, a lot of um, intrigues going on, you know, in like the French court. Yeah, and so great. they're able to sort of like. Te- and I mean, I'm sure you could look at any period in history and find interesting things, but it's right. all these things that they can, you know, plausibly sail to, to and from. Right, and I'll be in the same area, you know, unless they go to China or something like that. Uh, Ooh. Upcoming season, I don't know. No, I don't know. Yeah, or uh, Cathay or whatever well, they, they would call it. The the the, the season but, we uh, just no. finished watching. They they went they went to was it like um I want to say Barbados or something like that. It was something um like tropical and yeah, it might have been something like that. Yeah, I I don't remember where it is exactly. And then like they were supposedly trying to sail back to Scotland and they got shipwrecked on. America. And we had a thing in that season, like when they were in the Barbados, where yeah. they like, you know, oops, we bought a slave. They had yep. that like plot yep. line. Yep. And immediately they're like, what? You're free. Just go. Yeah. Right. And he's like, I don't. That's not how this works. Like, go where? If I just walk around, somebody's going to like throw a collar around my neck and I'm just a slave again. Mm-hmm. So they had to kind of figure that out. And it's just like, you know, all right. And I was like, okay, is that it? Is that all the white guilt that we'll have to get through? No. No. Because the second, the the, the season right after, like immediately they try to decide, let's just end slavery like in this state or whatever. And then everybody's like, like, uh, no. (laughs) He has like this wealthy aunt and she has this, uh, she owns all this land. And I think it's basically like it's a plantation in the South. It's a plantation. In America. And she, of course, owns slaves, and she doesn't have uh, an heir at all, and she decides she's going to give it all to Jamie. Right. And Claire and Jamie are like, Claire's like, we cannot have slaves. We cannot do this. This is not a thing, you know? Well, Jamie's not excited about it, but yeah. No, no. So, yeah, them kind of trying to struggle with that. And, you know, considering what we're talking about today, Mm, um, I guess I'm glad that Outlander is willing to be honest in its depiction because it isn't like his aunt was mean to the slaves or anything like that. Like Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the slaves as far as slaves go had it pretty good. Mm -hmm. But of course Claire has a 20th century mindset and Jamie's kind of got that because of her. Right. So this, this will not stand and they immediately try to fight against it and it causes a huge problem. And you, I kind of got the idea that they were kind of setting it up for, they're going to stop, they're not going to be messing about with slavery anymore. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're going to see it and they're just going to go, it's just, it's history. There's just nothing we can do. Right. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> because maybe we'll go back and we'll do it again and again and again and again. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, you know, white guilt is invalid and we shouldn't explore these things, but I stopped because I was like, it's getting kind of heavy. <laughs> <laughs> But it's at least it's an honest portrayal. It isn't Gone with the Wind where, you know, everybody's just they're happy. Yeah, Yeah, right. right. Mammy's got a red petticoat. Right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Red's like, oh, have a drink with me. Yeah, right. That happens. Um, So anyway, uh, yeah, well, it's good that we got started with that. Mm. It just instantly became, it was just me talking about having to watch bad TV for a while. And it instantly became racial, like many things do. And that's what we're talking about today mm-hmm. on the Just Enough Trope podcast. I'm your host, Caliban, joined as by my co-host. Hi, I'm Yukon Hana. And yeah, that's what we're here to do. We're here to talk a little news like we usually do, but we are going to talk about what's going on right now in entertainment and Hollywood um, as a, um, uh, a knock-on effect of 
um, people protesting against uh, police uh, murder uh, yeah. and brutality. Right. Um, we're, we're starting to look differently at a lot of things that we kind of passed by before. Mm-hmm. Um, this is America going full Claire and Jamie. And, <laughs> yes. Uh, but unlike Claire and Jamie, who were two people against an entire mercantile system and, uh, you know, uh, right. uh, 13 colonies, um, this is society. Like, we we make up, we are a society. Yeah. So I think we can hopefully fix this. But they're pulling down statues, they're pulling down um, depictions and, uh, you know, art of racist uh, individuals. Yes. They want to rename uh, John Wayne Airport because that guy was just like... An insane racist. I don't, people don't really know that about him. No, I, I was not aware of that till you yeah. you told me the other day. Yeah. And, so uh, wow. anyway. Yeah. And then one thing that's happening is, well, what's happening is depictions of blackface are being scrubbed from yes. streaming services. Mm-hmm. And I think it is a particularly a uh, 21st century phenomenon because we have these streaming services. If mm-hmm. you had like you know the DVD of the Whoopi Goldberg roast. <laughs> you know, or something like that, you know, or like old show DVDs. Mm-hmm. You, we, we'd all go, tisk tisk, but there's nothing we can really do about it. But well, because yeah. these things are live, they're constantly existing still in this streaming space, and they're hosted by companies who just don't need the hassle. What's happening is, is they're pulling these things down. Yeah, and that we're going to talk about that today, mm-hmm. and it's and the thorny issue of, you know, erasure. <laughs> Speaking right. of monuments, we could just shake our heads and people are like, you're erasing our history. But I got to tell you, my knee-jerk reaction to hearing say, I don't know, my favorite episode of Community being pulled was, they're erasing our cultural history. Yeah. And so I, we don't have any answers. We don't, we're don't. we not even going to come up with any statements. But we are going to talk about this issue. Yes. And on, in order to make that really pop... We decided to watch a piece is, of media. Is that why we did? That is chiefly concerned <laughs> with the idea of blackface. Hmm. It is the universally reviled 1986 yep. film Soul Man. Yes. Can you believe we watched Soul Man for this show? I cannot. I C- cannot. Could you believe half the things you saw in Soul Man? I could not. <laughs> Um, I remember that so, you... like, this movie came out in, like, what, 85 or something like that? Like, yeah. when it came out, I was way too young. Don't remember even hearing about it, you know, of course. And um, I did not know that it existed until, I think, actually not that long ago when you told me about it and showed me the trailer. And I was horrified. Yeah. Absolutely horrified. Yeah. 19 freaking 85, you know? Uh yeah. So I mean, we'll 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 get into it later, but it's it's just I I for I don't know, this exists and for some reason we have kind of decided collectively as a society that it doesn't. Uh, but well, it does. Well, okay, but that's <laughs> now you're doing commentary. We'll, All right, we'll get well, there. But I just right. like I I'm trying to remember cuz you know, I was alive and sentient then i'm trying to remember what i thought about it i obviously didn't see it because i don't think i was seeing movies at that point right um but i'm trying to remember my thoughts about it and i guess i didn't think about it much Mm -hmm. i remember that thinking because i saw the trailer so i remember thinking it looked weird and there's a line of the movie that's in the trailer that's like this is the 
Cosby decade or whatever, and people love Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And like I, I wasn't looking. I wasn't shocked and horrified because I guess I didn't really understand like what blackface was. Sure. But I remember thinking like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what it is. Because I, like everybody, I watched Cosby every Thursday. You know, like we. Oh everybody yeah, I watched, watched Cosby. The Cosby show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to me, it was just like, oh, it's just another form of entertainment. This is kind of weird. This guy's. I guess he's got to dress up like a. Like it, like he's a black person or something. Right. And uh, yeah, so I didn't really think about it. <laughs> and then I, um, you know, b- got older and realized what was really going on. Right. And um, I didn't plan to ever watch it, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I remember saying to you that we were going to do this and we, we put it off. We put it off a while because we did mm-hmm. not want to do this. No. And, you know, and then you... Uh, you you came to me like over the weekend and were like, uh, so when are when are we watching Soul Man? Which is yep. like one of the worst questions. There's like a list of questions that you just don't want to hear. No. Like, uh, you know, will you ever walk again? <laughs> right. Or uh, did any of the children survive? Right. No. Uh, <laughs> is Diet Pepsi okay? Like these questions you just do not want to hear. They are harbingers of tragedy. Yes. Uh May I see your papers, please? Right, right. Uh, And when are we watching Soul Man? uh, Add that to the list. Yeah. So we're talking about that. Mm. Other than that, how's it going? Uh, It's going okay. Do any racisms recently? I feel like in my daily life, it's pretty easy to, to not do a racism. I I like the... Although we'll have to talk about my junior high theater experiences. Okay. Well, um... It's kind of funny to me that, that you you say you say it that way. Do a racism, <coughs> like like do something racist is how I guess I think of it. But um, not that I'm aware of, uh, and I'm trying to drink water. And, uh, sorry, and at the same time. Yeah, I got a tickle in my throat. Um, which is a problem when you have to talk into the mic. Uh, but I, you know. I, I'm I'm not a a racist person. I think of myself as as you know pretty anti-racist, but I'm learning you know that, that yeah, there's still pretty, like you're pretty anti. You're you're you were on the fence before. No, I'm anti-racist, kind of but over. okay, geez. Uh, but but I'm also learning just like how incredibly um, pervasive uh, systemic racism is in our society, mm-hmm. and how much I'm not aware of and, and, and that I need to learn more and be more aware and, um, you know, um, be more present and be more vocal when I witness or experience things that are not okay, that are, you know, for example, racist, you know, and, um, uh, I, I think that's, that's, you know, part of it right is is trying to be a a better person and to be more aware and um i'm learning how many shows have blackface on them yeah this is crazy it, it is we'll crazy. talk about it later but yeah. like yeah every time they announced that something was taken down you're like that did, they did blackface what yeah i know i am right there with you it's and a lot of them are shows that i have seen and I don't know what it says about me or our, our experience with, with blackface, but for whatever reason, I don't really, it, I don't remember it. Well, you remember you know Soul I mean? Man. Yeah. For yeah. the rest of, in your well, nightmares. that is For the rest true. of your life. Yes. 
Yeah. Well, all right. Let's we can't put it. We can't put it off. The show can't be eight hours long. We got to get to it eventually. Okay. But to get there, we got to go through the news. Well, uh, a big story coming out of you know Earth right now mm. is that uh, Reddit has finally taken a hard line, and they have banned um, R the Donald and other um, hate and uh, violent related subreddits on Reddit. Think goodness like how don't how long did it take for them to do this well, you know what um, i mean it, it's long time and it's, it's a reversal of policy because yeah you know in the past when they've been challenged they've basically clung to free speech mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. but this is this is it so it's you know it's a lot of um it's it's political stuff it's a lot of uh you know uh, conservative stuff there's also um you know like watch people die or, or something like that these sort of like weird morbid uh yeah, we don't uh, need this. we don't need that subreddits. No, and then they banned Chapo Trap House. Um, why? Did... <laughs> Who is, as far as I'm, as far as I know, uh, they don't threaten to kill people. Okay, remind me what they they do again. I don't remember. They are a liberal podcast that has yeah. a, or excuse me, a leftist podcast. Okay. Whoa, whoa! I almost whoa. got threatened with death. <laughs> um. They're going to hit me with a hammer and a sickle. Uh, um, and they, you know, this is just the Reddit for the podcast. But I don't know why it was banned other than just... Because it's political? For for Reddit trying to look impartial. You ban the Donald, you got to ban Chapo Trap House. That seems weird. Because if you're if you're Pod Reddit, Save America. Yeah. Still, still going strong, probably. Well, like, I mean, it, if you have hate speech in your subreddit, then you should... Gone, well, right? the mods should take care of it. Well, yes. But the problem with a lot of these communities is they're well, not moderate. Well, first of all, well. more than half of them aren't even active. Like there's ten subscribers, and it's mm-hmm. you know, um, but yeah, the the mods in this case are the first people to get contacted, and the mods have been uncooperative on a lot of these, right? Or just unable to control it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Yeah. Um, looks like. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's for the best. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, what what Chapo do? Anyway. Yeah, right. right. Uh, YouTube is also getting in on it. They have banned uh, Stephen Molyneux, David Duke, Richard Spencer, a lot of these uh, right-wing video makers as well. Well, good. Good. And ContraPoints. And who? ContraPoints. Who? who? What? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Uh, no, that's not true. I haven't heard about any uh, big leftist uh, YouTubers who have gotten oh, knocked okay, down. Okay, okay. But that would be, you know, to to spread the David wealth. Duke, Richard right. Spencer, uh, Dennis Prager, and H. Barmer guy. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> what did he do? Right, right. So yeah, okay. um, it looks like platforms are getting serious. Um, some, Good. One person that they haven't uh, taken down individually yet is J.K. Rowling, who continues. Oh. Her my JK's march goodness. to the North Sea uh, over uh, gooey turfiness. And wow, I just, sh- I, I, yeah, got it. Uh, continue. Got I think I know what you're gonna say, but yeah, go ahead with the story. Well, anyway, uh, she praised uh, Stephen King recently, yes, uh. For um, you know, I, I don't know what she praised him for. She praised him for something he said about. Um, she was having some. So I read an article about it. She was having some. Uh, because of what she she posted, her her long scree about you know uh, being 
more or less um, transphobic. Uh, I'll boil it down for you in layman's terms and shorten it. Um, somebody... I'll do it because it's not going to be short. Oh, okay. She was she she posts all these dumb facts that are unsubstantiated about you know women being abused by trans women or whatever, uh, and she tweeted at Andrea Dworkin quote. That's what it was. And yeah. Stephen King was like, "Oh yeah, that's a good quote." Retweeted it, and she's like, "You're so great." And he's like, "Yeah, I like trans women though. Like I support them." And then she like deleted her tweet. In yeah, because like I guess fans were like, "Wait, do you agree with J.K. Rowling? How do you feel about trans people?" And he said, "Trans women are women." And then she deleted her thing. And yeah. it's like, wow, really, J.K.? And like I guess yeah. some fans were speculating that she also, I how how would you know this? That she also unfollowed him. I don't know if that's true or not, but who cares? Who? Yeah, I know, right? Like, um, yeah, it's wow. It, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, it's like not only does she. Is she transphobic? She's like, uh, you know, uh, if you are supporting of trans women, then I'm not supporting you. Yeah, good. Yeah. Screw it. Yeah, I know. Uh, YouTube is another platform where apparently, this is just going to be the whole show, everybody. Strap in. Mm. Uh, Blackface is also a problem still. Uh, Very famous, Mm. popular YouTuber Shane Dawson, who I don't know. I don't know. I I go to a very specific, speaking of H. Barmer guy. And ContraPoints. I go to a very specific place on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But these are the people, if you hit that thing like, what's trending? Sure, yeah, Suddenly yeah. YouTube becomes a completely unrecognizable platform to me. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of stuff, people I don't recognize, yeah. doing stuff that I would never spend a second watching. Right. But anyway, Shane Dawson, who is just asking, is he? I don't know who he is. I have no idea who he is. Well, anyway, I think that he is gay and somewhat liberal. Mm -hmm. Uh, If he's not gay, I apologize. And if he's not liberal, he should be. Um, Uh, But, yeah, apparently he had to apologize for doing blackface and saying the N-word in racist videos. Now, these videos were years and years ago. mm -hmm. But I don't know, man. First of all, why are you doing them? Why did you do it? Second of all, you have control over your platform. Like... Just delete, delete them. Delete it. And then I'm, this is I'm not saying this is just like skeezy business advice. Lie. Or just don't say anything. Hmm. I guess it's good that he came forward, but why does there need to be blackface in your channel in the first place? I know. And then I there's know. somebody else that's like Jenna Marbles or I don't know, another one of these like YouTube people mm-hmm. uh, who's been on the platform for like ten years, has millions of followers. She did blackface too. Which is she How does like, this even come out? What are How their videos even, even like? I don't know. There are, a lot of these are just them. Are they just vlogging. talking? Yeah. Or like, I don't get it. I don't get it. How at do all. you get to a part or a point where you're like, I don't know. Yeah, let's just blackface. I don't know. I know <laughs> there have been a couple articles. I don't remember like specifics, but there have been a, uh, a number of influencers on Instagram who've gotten in trouble for doing tutorials. Um, that racism they, tutorials. Well, <laughs> step they, one. They've done makeup that that has darkened their skin significantly. Um, you just can't let and it's like let why? Zoe Saldana off. <laughs> no, it's not let Zoe Saldana. Go. They're they're white influencers who uh, who darken well, their their skin. I, maybe that's black. the blackface or, you know that we're talking about. I don't know. Again, I can't wait to yeah do my own thing about junior high coming up. <laughs> Be ready to cancel me. Oh, stop it! What else is happening? Uh, looks like we're cracking down on uh, sexual misconduct again, and I. I Again, like it's a trend. I think it's great that we're doing it. <laughs> right. But you're hearing a couple um, big stories recently. Um, actor Cass Anvar, who is a star on The Expanse, 
uh, was accused of uh, sexual um, predation and battery. Grooming. Uh, yeah, last week. And so yeah. that is um, kind of at the forefront of this. Right yeah, now. Plays, plays Alex on The Expanse. Yeah. Really, um, really disappointing, man. Um, I mean, always upsetting whenever you hear about it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not like there's any exceptions to that. But like really like Oops. that character like his portrayal of him so yeah i don't know i know that um i know that the uh bring it home creators are looking into that and doing some sort of an investigation yeah we're gonna that, take care of that the allegations yeah. yeah um there's uh gosh i'm just trying to organize all this there's just yeah. so so much happened last week it's yeah. crazy i know well um i guess what i should probably just get right to is so we're still talking about um uh, sexual uh, misconduct. Mm -hmm. um, there's this big announcement that Michael Keaton will be returning to the role of Batman mm -hmm. for the Flash film, right? Which is like, wh what you got? You okay, Warner Brothers? What's going on over there? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this movie has been through so much. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, and you know, they finally. I think they're they still don't have a director. I think. Yeah, I don't know. The point is. Ezra Miller, he's not 100% for it because there's that video of him choking a lady that he's never addressed. And so we've got a Batman, but we might not have a Flash. Right. You look confused. I want to help um, help you with your confusion. Uh, the video, it seems like he's choking her. How is that sexual misconduct? It's misconduct and it's abuse. Oh. But how well, is Well, I guess I shouldn't sexual... have gone so hard on sexual misconduct. Um, but he's definitely. It, and it's I wish lady. that you had said that right away. I'm instead sorry. Of looking confused for a long time. I'm sorry. I and, well, in the way you presented it, it almost sounded like it was Michael Keaton and and not Ezra Miller. So I was I was really confused. Um, but no. Uh, yeah. I think so Michael it, Keaton hates himself. I don't know. He, I, Why would he want to do this? That just because you know he needs money. Also, he won an Oscar uh, sending up playing Batman, and now he's going back to Batman. Um. Because that machine runs on on rage, right? You think so? But he's never laid a hand on anybody, as far as I know. So he no, must just I doubt himself. it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I think I think it'll be um, from what I got from the article that I read about it is you know it, he he's like a different you know because Flash can time travel and it's flashpoints. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Timeline. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pe some people think that he might be playing Thomas Wayne Batman. Okay. But that means that we've got to have Robert Pattinson Batman to come in or something, because I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Well, you're definitely making a meal out of uh, out of this conversation. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, criti I, I'm criticizing you. I know you are, and I don't understand why you're criticizing me. Why would he be Thomas Wayne Batman, know, we, and then and Robert Pattinson talk. would be just figured that Batman, Bruce Wayne? Why would he be his dad? Because the whole point of the Flashpoint storyline is that Bruce Wayne dies, and Martha Wayne becomes the Joker. Thomas Wayne becomes you know gritty gun shooting Batman, mm -hmm. but there's a connection there because he gives Barry a letter to bring to his son. Like it's oh. the first and only time that, that Bruce has ever heard from his father post, you know, a bunch of pearls on the ground. I see what you're saying. So, so like, so in order to pay it off, uh -huh. you've got to also just to make it a contrast because people will go to the movie. They're going to have to see Robert Pattinson in some 
measure because otherwise they'll just see Michael Keaton go, is he Batman now? Is this what they're is this what they're doing? I don't understand. Audiences are dumb. Yeah. And podcasters not much smarter. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> here's a story host yeah. of nerd podcast uh yeah reads more news uh so yeah that's i just wanted to talk about that um i do have more sexy stuff it's not sexy <laughs> but uh the creative director of Assassin's Creed Valhalla is going on a leave of absence amid an infidelity scandal. Oh, now, awesome. this isn't like an abuse situation necessarily, but it's just like somebody who can't keep it in their pants. Yeah, right. Okay. Chris Avalone, who is a very famous uh, video game writer, he wrote a game called Planescape Torment mm-hmm. and many other games as well. Fallout 2, Fallout New Vegas. Um, he, uh, people have come forward with uh, sexual harassment and uh, assault claims against him. Okay, very cool. And I'm being as sarcastic as possible. No, I'm fine with it. Like I don't know what to say about it though. Like he's just another asshole. Um, Scott Alley is an editor for Dark Horse Comics. He has long been embattled by claims of things like this, and Dark Horse has finally, finally let him go from the company. Wow. If this has been going on for so long, why haven't they done anything until now? Why is Brian Wood walking free? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know what? This does suck. Let's do some fun news, and then maybe we'll have to try to, you know, build up our, uh, build up our uh, our resistance here. You know, <laughs> uh, before we uh, go back in, we gotta we gotta uh, put the ablative armor back on, restore uh, it before yeah. it gets uh, scraped okay. off again. So we'll talk uh, fun stuff. We'll talk about the fact that. Uh, Henry Cavill has no. I'm just kidding. There's no Whoa. way I would read a Henry Cavill story right now. Yeah, There's no right? way. There's no way. <laughs> Fun story. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton is rated PG-13. Have you heard any songs from Hamilton? Yes. How is it PG-13? I have no idea. It's like a Wu Tang Clan album. Is like, oh yeah, it's uh, it's fine. They're trying to get for kids because it's going to be. On it is Disney. for the children. That t- just to be fair. It is is wow. It is going to be on Disney Plus. So how is I don't know, man. I don't know either. That's weird. I think this is the other side of the, um, we're, we're trying to respect uh, history and, and black people's role in it. And so it's like when you, um, they aired, you know, Saving Private Ryan uh, with all the gore in it or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. unedited on TV, which is like, you can just edit the gore out. Like yeah, it's still, right. seeing a guy's guts come out of him doesn't make me feel more, more patriotic right 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 <laughs> exactly uh but that's what they did so okay. uh so anyway yeah so that's what they're gonna do with the old hamilton okay pg-13 all right honestly language is like i don't know why language gets you an r do you know what i mean who cares yeah, I, I, kids yeah. save the worst things than that yeah that's true do you know that youtube's cobra kai show is moving to netflix that's not ah. how it's supposed to happen wow but it is that's a that's a big move um okay all right, must be going well. So must be. I uh, can't. I can't think of something that I want to watch less. Like all the shows that's that we're also in the something. Of watching. <laughs> that's also something that, like thirty years ago, I would have killed to watch. Right. I mean, the show premise wouldn't work if you know. Right, right, right. You need right. the thirty, 30 years, years but right, right. But yeah, like if you told me there's a Karate Kid show, yes, you know about Cobra Kai, yeah, I would have killed. I, I would have swan kicked somebody in the face <laughs> to get to watch that. Yes. Do the Golden Globes have been postponed? Okay. They've been uh, pushed back two months. All right. 
Uh, weren't the Oscars already postponed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot okay. of this it makes yeah. sense. The yep. BAFTAs. Yep. Everything else. Yep. It's not great. Uh, speaking of Netflix, and we will be probably a lot. Uh, they are going to produce a Chicken Run sequel. <laughs> uh, okay. 20, 20 years. Oh, speaking of years, twenty years after the original came out. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. Did you ever seen Chicken Run? Saw it in the theater. Me too. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, I have. I, I've never seen it again, and I really, I don't think I've even thought about it again. No, I um. I went and saw it with a good friend of mine, and she dropped like a really big personal bombshell like right before the film. Oh started. no, no! I can't believe I activated. I, I the trap card is out. <laughs> I should have remembered. Now I have to hear this story again. Uh, she's like, "Oh, I'm bulimic. Let's watch this movie," and I'm like, "I'm what?" And like, I don't know that we actually. I don't remember if we actually, I think maybe we talked about it a little bit like after the film. So that's good. But like, don't, you, don't do that to somebody. Probably not. Um, you know, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that to somebody. Just like if you want to tell somebody to like actually tell them and, and, and have a conversation about it. I think it's good to tell people, but like, don't don't do that. Maybe do she that just, um, you know, she underestimated how many trailers there'd be. <laughs> she was ready to... <laughs> To get if really it, into it. No, I remember then, oh, it being right starting. before the film started. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Anyways. Uh, did we talk about this? Hmm. I can't remember. Hmm. Did we talk about the death of Joel Schumacher on this show? We have not. Yeah, we should talk about that. Yes, we should. Not fun news, but and, again. Uh, officer, you can come out now. Uh, put the cuffs on her. <laughs> it was my fault. We got her. <laughs> It was my fault this time. Mission we, accomplished. We just watched um, The Last Boys for co-videos because I'd never seen it before. And we yeah. just watched it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. So I killed Joel Schumacher. Yeah. Well, it was my fault. I wish I hadn't done that. But uh, yeah, uh, he'll be missed. Yeah. Um, an important voice, uh, not only in cinema, but in um, the LGBTQ plus world. Yes. Um, somebody who, yeah, all right, the Batman and Robin sucks, but like... <laughs> From what I understand, never heard anybody say anything bad about him. Nicest no. guy. Incredible yeah. career trajectory. Like he, you know, showed up in Hollywood uh, to do hair. Like he was a like a hairdresser, uh, I think on set. Okay, you know? sure. And then, ju- you know, had ambitions to write and direct and, and uh, just pursued those and then ended up, you know, making uh, many, many films. Mm-hmm. Um, not my favorite director and I don't really love all his films. Uh, you were asking me about A Time to Kill the other day. And I was like, wow. A Time to Kill is, you know, like Soul Man at least is trying to be a comedy. A Time to Kill is a movie that's about race that is totally serious. And it's as nearly as ridiculous as Soul Man. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd say, you know, maybe. But he's, but he's, he kept attacking uh, huge themes, you know, in his films. Vietnam, um, school shooting, you know, Columbine, Mm -hmm. um, you know, penguins trying to freeze Gotham City, um, <laughs> you know what? What killed the dinosaurs? Right, kids. The ice uh, age. Kids. Um, <sighs> talked right over sci- it. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? Doesn't matter. Scientists or doctors or whatever uh, killing themselves and then coming back to lives and having their souls haunt them or whatever. Flat- what? Flatliners. Oh, he did the original Flatliners. Yeah, but it's not like a comedy though. No, no, it's not a comedy. No, no, it's not a comedy at all. <laughs> 
and vampires. Let's not forget vampires. Yeah, so, and vampires too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and just every one of those films just chock a block with uh, gay sexual tension, and so we have him to thank for that. Yep, a lovely guy, a creative guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, who he will be missed. Yes, eighty, pretty good run. Pretty good run. Yeah, actually, yeah. I didn't realize he was that old. Like he's 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 been around. He's been yeah. through it. Yeah. <sighs> well, since that was sad, I guess we should just keep going with the sad stuff, right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about... Well, no, we got to save that for... Yeah, that's for the next thing. Uh, yeah. This isn't really sad. Uh, the Dixie Chicks are changing their name to The Chicks. Yes. Which maybe they were already called. Uh, I guess I wouldn't be super surprised. But there has to be a band called The Chicks, right? Like, you I thought Lady A had a problem. Yeah. How are they going to well... get this trademark? I don't know. I assume they already did it. At least I hope they're smarter about it than what we've heard Lady A was. So, yeah. Um, yeah um, probably a good move. I mean, they're 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 country music stars, but they're um, uh, they also happen to be pretty liberal uh, minded. So you know, um, I I yeah, I think it's 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 probably uh, for the best. Honestly, wow. uh, moves like this. <laughs> Wow. What? Well, that's your opinion, I guess. What? I just was not a lot of razzle dazzle in that uh, in that comment. Sorry, <laughs> maybe, not all razzle dazzle. Maybe you could go from dazzle to frizzle. That's what Elizabeth Banks is doing, playing Mrs. Frizzle in the Magic School Bus live action movie. Oh my goodness! Here's a question for you: hmm. What happened to Elizabeth Banks? What happened to her? I don't know. She had what, such what a was it? promising what did it? career. And what was it? Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. She didn't direct. Did she direct that? She directed that. Oh, that she directed that. Okay, it was Charlie's Angels. It was Charlie's Angels. Never mind. Yeah, we know. We know. She was just like, and look, I, I she don't, could come back. I right? think that she was. She's been funny in in a couple of the films that I've seen that were comedies. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and drama. She was funny in those two. Um, but I don't consider her to be like a super great actress with a lot of range. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. You don't have to agree with me. Uh, and so I thought it was exciting that she, you know, was producing and she was moving up to like a new sort of level and right back down now. And Mrs. Frizzle, when you think about it, she was auditioning for that with with Ellie. What's her what's her butt from The Hunger Games, right? Oh, yeah. I She's basically sort of already it's, doing that. Yeah. I don't know. Spe- I hope she she does more directing stuff. Sorry. It's going to be scintillating. Y- yeah. No, not really. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Ah. Sorry. That's okay. Um, so speaking of women who have really let us down. Uh-oh. Margot Robbie is going to appear in the new Pirates of the Caribbean film. Not connected to the old broke-ass, long-ass series. It's a totally new iteration of a female-focused Margot Robbie Pirates of the Caribbean. She was <laughs> supposed to be somebody who also was producing, choosing her, own, choosing and developing her own projects yeah. and projects for women. Right. And we get this. And yes. you say to me, she's going to do this, then she's going to go off and do something personal. And I, I ain't seen that happen yet. 
They tried to sell everybody on the fact that Birds of Prey was this huge feminist masterpiece. And it wasn't. It was just a lame DC superhero movie. It wasn't very good. They didn't develop Harley Quinn. She's got got thoughts on this. Like, further than... I feel like she's more developed in the cartoons than she was in in that in that film, and and the the plot is all over the place. Them coming together as a team doesn't really let's make not relitigate sense, Birds but, of Prey. That's not why we're here. No, today. I know, but but it, it it's not what they said it was. Right, and and that's fine. But maybe they were trying something at least. What are you going to do with Pirates of the Caribbean? You're just going to do it all over again. You're just going to be like a female Jack Sparrow, but like a different take. You know, you're going to be like a female crazy character. Like, what? Well, I think that she has, you know, a reputation for playing crazy characters at this point. That's kind of her thing now, right? Yeah, that's fine. But just do something else. Who cares about Pirates of the Caribbean at this point? Like, I'm just so... Studio heads who want money. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be... I know how you feel about pirates, but I'm going to... Well, I know how you feel about Margot Robbie. This show began with a hit piece, an assassination attempt by you on Margot Robbie. That's and a I gotta little say, unfair. I got to say, over seven years of broadcasting with you, I'm on your side now. I, as well, hate Margot Robbie. I wouldn't say assassination attempt, but... Um, Do you know when n- somebody's complimenting you? No. I can tell. Um, speaking of films, uh, they've pushed the release date of Tenet back. Okay. So that's not going to come out uh, when it was going to. Uh, based on that information, AMC has uh, pushed its own reopening date back. Oh, really? Yes. When are they reopening? July 30th. Tenet was pushed back to August 12th, although it had tried to hold on to July as long as it could, mm-hmm. shifting around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with Mulan and Tenet, not coming until after August 1st, mm-hmm. AMC has just said, well, what's the point? Okay. <laughs> that was going to be the thing that was going to keep us all alive and afloat, right? right so they're just right. going to push back yeah. their reopening date. Okay. All right. I mean, not great, but it makes sense. So yeah. uh, I can understand why they would do that. Yeah. Um, me too. Um, I guess we're just going to be um, informative and we're not going to talk a lot about the stories. That's fine. Um <laughs> We There's probably a lot of should. Stories. Well, but you don't have a lot of like takes on them, you know. That's kind of what we what we do. I told you my opinion. It makes sense. Move on. Next one. Tell us the bulimia story again. Stop it. <laughs> so let's let's just uh, maybe shut the news down then and just move on. I uh, I kind of wanted to talk about a um, a video game that I've been playing recently. Okay. Uh, it's a RPG called Disco Elysium, and it's significant because it's getting a uh, TV adaptation. Oh, okay. Um, it, from the producer of Sonic the Hedgehog, so I'm not sure how that's going to work. Exactly. Like the the film, the Sonic the Hedgehog film that yeah. we just came out. Okay. No, no, the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon from the '90s. Yeah, I, think I don't know the film. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but I don't think we have time for that. Oh no. So I'll play the game a little more. Maybe we'll talk about it uh, next week or something like that. Oh, okay. Guess how many 30 Rock episodes have blackface in them? Um, one? <laughs> More. More? Uh, five. Less? Two. Uh, no, three. Three? Oh, Let, dang let's it. not keep going. <laughs> 
Okay. And, you know, um, now that I think about it, that show was on a while ago. I mean, I guess. Like, they were already getting, they were already in decline before I met you. Yeah. (laughs) And then it kind of picked back up. Like, the last couple seasons were really good. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't know why I don't remember when Jenna posed as a black man to prove that white women have it tougher in society. I feel like I easily remember her dressing up as Lynn Swan, a football player, uh, for a black swan joke. Right. And I don't remember at all John Hamm being in blackface for the live episode from season six. Wow. No, I don't remember that at all either. It was because they were doing, the whole point was that they were doing um, Jack or somebody had a really bad idea for a show and the show was like a reboot of Amos and Andy with uh, John Hamm as either Amos or Andy. And all that, I can see that in my mind, but I, I don't know if that's because I have 30 Rock vision. Uh, oh, or, or if you or actually, actually remember yeah. it. Yeah, because right. it's like, yep, no, I, I know exactly how that bit would go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the, the Black Swan is probably just a, a, a cutaway, you know, a quick probably. cutaway. A lot of these are cu- quick cutaways. Yes. It isn't like Soul Man, where you're trying to sell somebody on <laughs> believing yes. that this person is black for 90 minutes of a film. Right. But still, I mean, it's an incidence of blackface. Mm-hmm. And right. they, they are all over the place, more than you would think. Yes, it's more prevalent Scrubs than you would think. has black... Why does Scrubs have blackface? Yeah, I don't know. The Golden Girls has blackface. Why That's does the really Golden Girls have blackface? That's really bizarre to me. That's even more bizarre to me than Scrubs, honestly. It doesn't make any sense that one no i think the scrubs one is you know i i think somebody explained to me that um jd and i don't know the characters names i don't watch scrubs yeah but the zach braff character and then the donna Faison character yeah. pretend to be each other and so zach braff has to at the, oh, the first the first dab of a makeup sponge don't you go why is this happening yes no none of these should. people did yeah the office did one where <laughs> i i think it was like oh this is i think we figured this out the other day like Donald Trump is is um Michael Scott. It's just not funny. Yeah, right. There's no like wrap up at the end where it's like, well, I guess we figured it all out. Uh-huh. Here's one more button as we go out. Right. Like he just says cuz Michael Scott says some horrible things. He does. And it's understood that he's just inept and he he wants to be an ally to everybody. Mm-hmm. But you just take that away and it's just, you know, he's just a Racist in a tie. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Pretty much. (laughs) And apparently, like, I don't remember this either. I don't remember any of these. And that's, I think, really telling. Um, This is like somebody was going to do blackface, but then they didn't do it. But you could see that they had, like, makeup makeup on their neck or their collar or whatever. So I guess that counts. Yeah. And then... Then Community's episode, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, where Ken Jeong dresses up as a drow, a dark elf... And it is, it's not a black character. It's a fantasy race. That's not what it is. But surely the black character on the show does. One of the black characters on yes, the show. Yes, does yeah. say, uh, this isn't okay. <laughs> this she, is, she this is like, crime. Our, and we're just okay with this hate crime yeah. over here. Yeah. So it's about like, it's a lot of shows. It isn't just Soul Man. It's, it's a lot of creators, white creators, obviously, mm. who are trafficking on the negative feelings around blackface to kind of get away with doing blackface and i'm not saying that, i'm not saying that that's 
that's bad. I, don't, mm-hmm. I think that it, it's usually very lazy. I don't think, I mean, Soul Man is anything but lazy because they really went for it. Except the jokes are lazy and the script's bad, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. But it's, it doesn't, we don't need this kind of stuff. And you know no. why we don't need it? Because it gets innocent things like Community's <laughs> best episode pulled off the internet. Well, and I don't just... like it. I get why they did it. Yeah. And I want to participate in this, but it, it frustrates me. It would be, I, this, this is, this is where we, this is where we have our unpopular opinions. Hmm. D&D, in fact, Hasbro released a statement recently saying that D&D is going to work harder to eliminate, like, racism in their fake world. Right. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, elves and dwarves can't like each other anymore? Like, what are you talking about? I feel like over the past 30 years, they've done a very good job of taking uh, monster races, you know, and making them player races. And so you can play an orc who can do whatever he wants. He doesn't have to be some bloodthirsty villain or something like that well one thing but apparently they need to go farther and so does that mean like no more oriental adventures books actually they would never be called that now today. no but no like, they would go and change it. i i one thing i read is 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 they are going to have they're going to in, in a hopes to become they're going to try to hire more diverse uh, writers well, that needs to happen um, anyway but yeah. they're also going to um hire people to whenever they're doing a reprinting do sensitivity have sensitivity readers and go through things and make sure like is there any changes i love that we, that we have make? to have the, the skill that you can develop and it isn't just i know i'm a normal person in this society yep yeah i know right <laughs> uh but but another thing that they're doing that um you know players will probably notice a little bit more although it's it's not like a huge part of most games but 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 a lot of games not all of them um, depending on the, the race of the character your racial that you bonuses. pick, your racial bonuses, they're getting rid of those. So they're going to figure that out. Like, I want somehow. dark vision. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, but like they're, they're, they, they don't really want you to have a bonus for See, this, any okay, particular look, race. Look, so, this is a safe space yeah. where we're talking on the internet to everybody in the world. Mm-hmm. This is a safe space. Mm-hmm. That Doesn't that feel sort of Harrison Bergeron-y? Like literally? I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. Harrison Bergeron. We we talked. We had to talk about this before. It's a Kurt Vonnegut short story. I had to explain it to you. You haven't read it still, but I explained it to you so well that you you should be getting this right now. Okay, I don't get it, though. He's a character that lives in a world where everybody is made equal. And although Vonnegut was a gigantic, like, left person, mm-hmm. he I don't know why he wrote this because it seems to make fun of or, you know, poke fun at... Um, you know the 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 leveling of the playing field. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would take anybody's like ramp wheelchair ramp away, but he's just saying, "Why do we want to make everybody mediocre?" Which is like a real mediocre, mediocre, which yeah. is like a real are the Donald take, <laughs> isn't it? Can't you see that showing up uh, yeah. on your uh, racist uncle's Facebook page? Mm-hmm. But anyway, so in the world, you know, graceful ballerinas have you know sacks of. Uh, rocks that they have to carry around to keep them from being graceful and smart people have a little radio that blasts them with static every seven seconds so they can't form thoughts and stuff like that. And Harrison Bergeron is a messiah type character. Well, maybe it's because it's... I'm going to ruin Harrison Bergeron for everybody right now. Maybe it's because it is a satire of a satire, but Harrison Bergeron is like this messiah type character. Mm -hmm. Like he's got gigantic muscles. He's the smartest man that ever lived. He can fly. I don't know. And so he comes in at the end of the story and he rips his 
bags of rocks off and he tears the glasses off that make him blind. He's got amazing piercing eyes, you know, and, sure. and all this stuff. And then the lady who's like the Surgeon General comes out and shoots him with a shotgun and, and, he, and he dies. <laughs> okay. I mean, so I, don't, I don't know. Kurt, I, I, I don't know what you're trying to go for. But to me, it seems like why you're going to take racial bonuses away. That's part of the fun of playing a monster class or, you know, playing, uh, you know, you want a stone sense or whatever dwarves have or whatever. And it has nothing to do with like, I don't think of like, oh boy, I'm glad I'm not playing a dwarf or something like that when I'm playing. No, I, I it's know. It's just mechanics of the game. And you I say know. it's a racist mechanic, but I, I do not agree. If, if this will heal this country, do it. Do it over my loudest objections. But it won't. No. <laughs> it I seems mean, like it's, going in the wrong it's, direction. It's, it's, it's honestly, I, I, I see your point and I, and I, I, I see both points. Um, I, oh my goodness. I wanted to mention before we go any farther that uh, characters playing non, and this is mostly animation, but characters playing, um, white characters playing, um, White characters actors? of color, yeah, uh, yeah. White actors playing characters of color is um, is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alison Brie, of all people, uh, regrets playing a Vietnamese American character for five years mm-hmm. on BoJack Horseman. Yeah, um, you know, everybody who's on the Cleveland show who's not black is out. Mm-hmm. Um, the Simpsons have just said flatly, we're not having white people. Do, and it coincides with Hank Azaria, like leaving the yeah, show, right? But, right. Um, is he leaving the show? Is he? He is the show. <laughs> I don't think he's leaving the show. I well, think anyway, I've heard of that. Yeah, but. why would he do that? Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, he's not doing a poo anymore, and so uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, Big Mouth, Jenny Slate, yeah, uh, is um, agreed to leave uh, Big Mouth, mm-hmm. at least um, as that character. Right. Bring her on as just somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah. Um, we use more Jews on the show. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, make that happen. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I mean, this is this is happening everywhere. The tolerance for this is is essentially over. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I don't know if I've mentioned this before in the show, but I feel like, except for these Thirty Rock ones, I have an encyclopedic knowledge of blackface in shows mm-hmm. or characters getting away with using the N-word in a show. And right before the community thing, yeah. I was ready to just share this with the world. Let's do it. Sunlight's the best disinfectant. Mm-hmm. The one thing that Trump got right, kind of. Wow. Uh, let's do it. Let's let's drag it out into the open. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And then when they pulled that D&D community episode, just and Drow, by the yeah. way, get a plus two to their, or no. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Suddenly I was like, this list will die with me. I don't want anybody to know about this. Because, like I said at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. I feel like we are erasing the the cultural history here. Yeah. I, I don't want to, mm-hmm. like, watch it. I would encourage anybody to, to watch it. I don't ever want anybody to depict it going forward. Right. But this is only, the, this movement is not considered. It is to assuage the guilt of the creators who who made these things. Now Tina Fey just right. gets away with having done this. Right. We are ignoring the context of why it's being done in the case of the uh Ken Jong thing. Yeah, the community because it's 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 not the same thing. It's I, it's not and I get that it looks the same, 
And so it might as well be the same thing in a visual medium. I understand that. But if there's context, you know, you Mm -hmm. take Gone with the Wind off of HBO Max, then you put it back on with a cultural uh, studies professor telling you that, you know, this is a great film, but it ignores that slavery was horrific Mm -hmm. and tries to tell you that it was all cool and stuff. Right. So know that before you watch it. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope that we can get. They renumbered the episodes on Netflix, so For you'll community. never know that there was ever a D&D episode. Yes. I think they just edited it out of um, The Office or, or 30 Rock, but they just yeah. pulled that episode. Gone. Yeah, I know. And also, it's just, it, it's, this is the streaming services covering their asses. They're yep. trying to cover themselves from any kind of criticism, whether it's well thought out or no. So no, you're absolutely right. I'm anti-blackface, but I don't think that we can just sweep all this under the rug because we're never going to learn anything. And that's right. why we watched the 1986 movie Soul Man, which should have been fired into the sun the second it left the projector. Yeah, right. Or should have just never even been made in yeah. the first place. But yeah. as we watch this terrible, terrible film, mm-hmm. which could have been about like uh, you know a litter of puppies uh, who are a basketball team or something like that. <laughs> it could have been about anything. Uh-huh. But with this level of writing and acting... Yeah. It just was always going to fail because it's really bad. Speaking it's of The Office. Incredibly bad. Jan is Whitney. Do you know that? Yeah. You told me that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe it's her. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was she ever on Scrubs? Well. Where was she when they were making the Golden Girls? Wow. Yeah. She's, she's the X Factor here. It's a wow. movie. Uh, yeah. It was directed by Steve Miner, who's, you know, he's directed a lot of uh, horror movies, actually. Uh, and for some reason, <laughs> and television shows. For some reason, this. Um, it's a horror movie in a way. It's interesting to note. Because it's horrible. <laughs> well, it's interesting to note that he uh, directed um, a lot of episodes of The Wonder Years, uh, huh. which was co-created by Carol Black, who wrote this film. Oh, okay. All right. So the Carol Black is uh, you know, a writer and filmmaker. Um, she co-created this, or she co-created The Wonder Years, and I think Ellen's first sitcom, and she's white, mm-hmm. and she went to UCLA. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. but <laughs> she doesn't really do movies anymore. Now she uh, is, is like a documentary director, and she's a um, uh, proponent of like education. And okay. so she directed a documentary film called "Schooling the World: The White Man's Last Burden," mm-hmm. which is like kind of problematic. Okay, Once I was again, gonna, it sounds problematic. Her jam but... hands are trying to clumsily help. She made when she made Soul Man, she thought she was helping. Mm. Well, and she did she did not achieve that. And here she is <laughs> talking about like a you know, ostensible positive phenomenon or, or, or um initiative, mm-hmm. which is uh educating people, you know. She's she's a advocate for, you know, fighting against unschooling, which is basically just, you know, kids leaving school because sure. Of for whatever is going on, or that the schools burned down by the militia or something like that, and also looking for ways to educate people um, with alternative methods. You know, not necessarily having a one-room schoolhouse if you can't do that. Mm -hmm. It sounds great, right? Yeah. But she calls it the white man's last burden, and like the white man's burden is the colloquial phrase about how it's the white man's job to uplift all the lower peoples. It's just like that's just not. What is okay. wrong with you? Yeah. Why did she think that was what okay? What happened to you? Yeah. How many times were you dropped on your head as a child? 
stop this. Stop what you're doing. Why why are the like people who are working with her like okay with us too? Like How many people worked on Soul Man, do you think? I don't know, enough. Yeah. What happens in Soul Man? <sighs> um so Was he um, brought up on a side street? Did he I, learn to love before he learned to eat? No. Was he educated at Woodstock? No. And in fact, <laughs> the song just... they, has nothing to do with the film whatsoever. No, they paid for it and they're going to use it, though. They're going to use it like three times. Yeah. It's just like, gonna, oh, my there's gosh. There's going to be an excruciating basketball scene where they just play the song front to back. It might have been kind of funny if it had been like super pervasive and like just been like background like music and like. And at one point, he's just like he smashes a jukebox that's playing it. Yeah, I'm I'm tired of that song. Right, but they (laughs) didn't do that. No, no, they didn't. Um, so uh, Mark Watson is a privileged uh, white college student, and him and his uh, privileged white college friend Gordon both get into Harvard Law School. And uh, they're an undergrad at UCLA. They're about to graduate. They're super excited. Uh, his parents are really well off, but his dad deci- has decided, guess what? Uh, you're paying for law school all on your own. And he, like, freaks out. And and he does that because his, his therapist tells him to. Yes. Uh, the dad from ALF plays the therapist. Yes. And they um, he, he goes to see the therapist, and he's like, so, I mean, can you maybe tell my dad, like, that he should pay for it? And it turns out that the therapist has a son that he feels is a leech as well. Yeah. And that's the only valid criticism. Now, say valid, what by valid I mean, I'll accept it. Mm. I don't think it's right. Uh, I don't think it's right necessarily. Right. But I'm willing to take it mm-hmm. from a rich person, rich white person from L.A. Right. Who's making a statement about rich white people from L.A. Right, right. But it's never, the value is so effed up because Mark is, you know, I guess he's been through four years of college, but like he is a product of privilege, being spoiled, and you paying for everything. And the dad takes it away because he's like, you're a little shit who doesn't appreciate stuff. It's like, well, how did he get that way? Yeah, right, right, right. You, you you taught him that. Right. And the movie yeah. seems to like agree with the dad a little bit, but it's like what it movie, what it there's it's a lot more complicated than this. Like what are you doing? Why why are you trying to die on this hill? Right. Uh and he like he does a couple other things to try to get money. He he tries to get a loan and he gets uh rejected. Um Which cuz he doesn't have any credit, I guess. Yeah. He's the son of a, a rich d- dad in a family and spoiler alert, at the end of the film, they just get a loan. Yeah, I know. So this but whole movie never had to happen, to happen at all. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think he gets the loan from his dad, but yeah, I know. Right, it's, but his dad could have just gone into a bank with him and just co-signed the loan. with him yeah. with that. Yeah, you're right. Good point. Because his dad, I'm assuming, has credit, has credit. capital. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, like, him and his best friend are looking at a list of scholarships, and they find one that meets his uh, financial parameters of paying for school and also um, his uh, living expenses, but... In order to get it, he has to be a black uh, law student in the L.A. area. And, of course, he's not black. Uh, he's but, not black. Huh? We should make this clear. He's not black. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to really – that's really going to set up this movie. All right. I guess but if he's... you didn't know that, he is, he's not black. All right. Anyways. He is uh, 
C. Thomas Howell. Mm-hmm. What was he in that anybody would know? He was the crane operator in The Amazing Spider-Man for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was in a movie. Wasn't he in a movie with um, uh, uh, Aunt Becky and uh, uh, Mrs. John Travolta? I have no idea. It was honestly. a Cyrano type situation. I think he was the he was the boy in that, right? So Aunt Becky likes a guy, but she's gonna help um, Kelly. Uh, what's her name? Um, get get with him or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so All she's right. right. Not, um, a good, not a good film. Uh, he, I mean, he. I, I looked at his IMDb page. He's worked fairly consistently, but in nothing necessarily super recognizable besides this. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, he has another friend who works for some like like sun tanning thing or whatever. He has... No, 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 he doesn't. There is a character at the beginning yes. in, in one scene of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we establish that he is uh, like a chemistry major or whatever, and he's working on like um, suntan lotion pills. or. Yeah. But it, w- later, it's revealed that it'd be pills because yeah. we need this dumb mcguffin that'll just get the whole movie going so he he takes these pills <laughs> dumb, and he, that's okay oh what you, go ahead no let's i just want this to be over so let's just keep going oh, okay all right um so he, he takes more than the recommended dose and that darkens his skin and then he looks black but then that think something that they don't address he does in the not film. look black no he doesn't but for some reason people think that he does in the movie um something that they don't address at all is he is clearly wearing a wig as well, because his hair is not black, it's not curly. They um, don't even bother to explain. No, that no, they don't. They don't bother to explain it at all. Anyways, his friend thinks it's not a great idea, but he doesn't really spell out exactly why. And all of the I don't know, ten million reasons why you shouldn't do this, and this is a horrible idea, especially if you're going to be a law student. Um, and just ethically speaking, and I mean, it's a bad idea for anybody, but it's just like, I don't know. Um, but he's like, this is a bad idea. It's a great idea. Let's go to school. And then like, um, you know, he, um, meets a girl who he really likes named, uh, Sarah Walker and she happens to, uh, be black. Uh, and, and he a re- single mom and a single mom, which, which is the not movie, great. Which the movie tries to fix up by. Saying that she was married, you know, right. to it just this didn't guy, work out. and it just didn't work out. And it's like, just do what you want to do, movie. You know, right? Just make her a, an unwed black teen, teenage mom. I know. Come on. I'm just not thrilled with it. And then, like, um, <laughs> and then uh, he he decides he wants to study criminal law because James Earl Jones is there, and he is the criminal law professor. Even though before him he's like his... that guy was great in uh, the Great White Hope. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what his reasoning is otherwise other than like i'm supposed to be black and he's a black professor i i, I don't um, I, I just don't assume know. that like radon chong was at the table or whatever like she was all he, he knew that she was also there because oh, here's really? the thing about okay i missed here's that, the thing then. about mark this is a bit of a poon hound yeah i guess yeah yeah we're told yeah we are told <laughs> um he he has a kind of a hookup with whitney who is whitney a, is is Jan from The Office. Whitney is the daughter of Leslie Nielsen's character. Who's also in this film. Who they is, give nothing I to do. I guess he is a land, like a property owner because... He's their landlord, yeah. Well, yeah, he owns the building. Yeah. Um, but it has no connection to this, to Harvard that I can tell. He just owns buildings. He's no, a real and... estate guy in Boston. And so she dates Mark because, you know, this is the one thing that I was kind of okay with. 
as far as like a joke or as commentary goes, because she was, um, she's just a, she's just looking to date like non-white men. Yes. And there's a bad joke at the end where after she moves on from Mark, she's with like a Native American guy who. Right. I don't mean to cast aspersions, but I also don't want to look up whether that guy is that actor is actually Native, Native American, American or not. <laughs> if he yeah. is, great. But seen a lot of Italian guys. Yep. Just uh, we're already darking an entire white man. I know. But so but, so she's like sleeps with Mark, and the and the whole her whole experience of their um, thing, their relationship is I'm dating a black guy. Yeah. But then they say the quiet part out loud, and her all of her dialogues literally like it's so funny, like all these. You know, all these uh, stereotypes that you hear, you know, because that's what they are. They're stereotypes. They're they're not all true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. How do we subtly say that Mark has a normal sized penis? I know. But she just is basically like, like penis size. It's like, okay, well, that's the level of writing. Yeah, right. But I thought the character that was sort of like a, you know, interracial relationship tourist. I thought that that was like, okay, I felt I felt like that. That could pass as, I, yeah. as something that you'd want to do. Not in this film. Not no, in this no, film. No, 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 no. Um, do you have to finish? Let's just say that he has to work really hard. And yep. part of the plot is that he has to work hard on this project. And so he teams up with Radon Chong and they grow really close. He falls in love with her. Oh, I should mention that he finds out that, you know, his friend's uh, justification to him to do this plan was that they couldn't find, like, a student in L.A., a black student in L.A. that wanted to go to Harvard. Um, n- no, that's not true. Well, that was Mark's justification. No, no, no. Well, whatever. I don't yeah. I don't give a shit. I just want to get through this, okay? Okay, all right. So don't stop me with stuff like that. It doesn't matter at all. You don't have any respect that you have to, like, hold up for this movie or, like, defend it in any way. You know, if I said that uh, the KKK comes in at the end, just go with it, all right? They don't, by the way. No. But anyway... So yeah, somehow there is no black student to fill this fourth slot that they're going to give away these. Uh, nobody wants to go to Harvard, I guess. That's black and is a law law student. So In he California, takes it. Yeah. So he takes it, thinking, "Well, I haven't hurt anybody." Right. And then he turns out that Raydon Chong would have been up for it. She just applied like after he did. So now he's in a position where he not only is committing a gross like hate crime, right? <laughs> In addition to defrauding Harvard <laughs> University. Mm-hmm. He's not a good student either. Like you think no. like if he was a whiz, this would be fine, but we never get any indication that he will ever be a good lawyer in any way. No, 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 no. All no, this is going point. on. Then he falls in love with a woman who he is lying to and defrauding. He's taken her scholarship. So she has to work in a diner and somehow raise her kid yeah. uh, at her grandparents' house or whatever. So he has defrauded and stolen from her. The yeah. only way that this movie can end is with him committing suicide, right? Or being executed by firing squad. No. Here's how it ends. Everybody finds out he gets to stay in Harvard. He gets to continue his studies. And they fall in love and they're a couple now. Yep. Everybody's okay with it. How could that even... That is... The suspension of disbelief is just vibrating like a guitar string. I. It makes me actually really mad. Um... Like, I, we were, we were talking about this before. So, like him and his 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 friend, who you mentioned, is I can't remember what he he's like he's like what kind of law he's studying, but it's not. They both wanted to law. be corporate 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 yes. lawyers. So he he's and, not and even a criminal lawyer. That yeah right that or senators mm, right like we it is rubbed in our face in a way that would be 
now that we know that this is how the world works, some drunken asshole, you know, whose dad paid for his college goes and, you know, gets a law degree, gets on a circuit court. Um, he likes beer. He still likes beer. And now he's on the Supreme Court. Yeah. We, now that we know that yeah. that's what this is, it's not funny. But this is at the height of the 80s. Mm-hmm. And not only is Ronald Reagan referenced several times throughout the film, Ron Reagan Jr., yeah. <laughs> who has become a strong voice, you know, on the left uh, in, uh, in, in America now, mm-hmm. um, hates his dad now. But uh, yeah, he's also in this movie. Yeah. So that's not that's just presented as like well, that's just the way it is. It's kind of funny that they can just say that about their lives and it'll probably come true. It's not presented it's with not any funny. It's not. There's no tongues in any cheeks here. There's no irony. No. no. You are led to believe that they could just do that if they wanted to. And in fact, Mark is crazy to throw that life away because he wants to do this. Part of him staying in uh, Harvard is that. He's going to become a lawyer, like an ACLU lawyer or something like right, that. That's kind right. of basically what he promises to uh, Darth Vader at the end. Yes. And, he, you know, Darth Vader says, like, you know, a lawyer has a lot of power, so you got to use that power well. <laughs> is there any evidence that he will? I don't think that there is. He, like, what he we... lied to get here. <laughs> you are talking to a liar man. I know. It just it just doesn't look good and it doesn't sit well with me. I I'm mad because yeah, he he came forward but in such a a lavish way too even. Lavish. Um well, maybe yeah. that's not the way, right word for it, but but Well, we it, it's planted it's very extravagant. Yeah, the the first sort of false uh climax or false um epiphany is like he decides like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I forget what sparks it off. Is it the hilarious set of mix-ups that happen when his Whitney and uh, and Radon Chong and his parents are all in the apartment? I can't remember what it is, but the point is, is that he's going to go confess. So he goes to James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, we get the whole thing where it's like, I need to talk to you about something very important. You know, people defrauding. You got to hear this. And then it turns out, no, I want you to sit on like the student government thing that runs... Uh, or adjudicates the judiciary hearings when yeah. they have problems like that. Right. We never see him sit on that. It's not. It's just dropped in so that at the very end, apparently, you can call your own judiciary hearing. Yeah, which is really weird. It doesn't make. Any We're jumping sense. all around, but I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go into my stuff for that. So he can call his own hearing, and nobody has to. He doesn't have to state what the matter is. He doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be reviewed by anybody. So he gets everybody in the school or at least in the law department together in this room. Yeah. And his dumbass friend who wants to be a corporate lawyer, not right. a trial lawyer. Right. He's not Perry Mason. No. Comes in and gives like this, you know, uh, impassioned uh, Atticus Finch, yikes, uh, speech uh, for him. I don't want to equate him. Talking about how he's sorry for what he did. And the whole time, like, he's saying, like, but could you be judging by the color of his skin? And we're supposed yeah. to think that, like, you know, everybody thinks he's talking about a black man. Then there's the racist, like, students in the audience who are like, I bet he probably, like, stole all the chicken from the cafeteria or something like that, right? Then he comes in, turns out he's white, which is not a resolution to what the problem is here. It's just no. a reveal. Yeah. Like, so what did they weigh? Like, they they didn't rule on anything. We didn't see the He just the rest goes of that back scene. to his office yes. and he goes, "Hmm, seems okay to me." But like you called the hearing for a reason. Was there a result to the hearing? No. No. And there's a side character that knew Mark in college 
finally, over the course of the film, he's just there for Julie Louise Dreyfus to hang on his arm. But yeah. he's there. He puts it all together and he runs in to like give them the evidence. But Mark's already confessed. So that character doesn't need has no reason to exist in this film. But the thing of even about that that's so weird is like he was going to like a different school. So how does he even know this is happening right now? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't guess know. that's kind of silly. I guess. Can a special ju- judiciary hearing result in an execution? Because that might have been an option. Wow. And the best part is his douchey friend who basically cheered him on the entire time. He's the whole argument is, is that Mark is a victim of his upbringing. His parents. Yeah. yeah. Right. And of course, everybody thinks that, it, you know, he's killed somebody and it, you know he's a victim of like being black and it being difficult. Mm. But instead, he's just a victim of privilege. And not realizing that people have feelings oh. and you can't walk around painted like another race. Yeah. It's like you are so, okay. And it's all healed at the end because throughout the entire movie, we had two guys, characters don't have names, mm. who are just telling racist jokes the whole movie. Oh my God. And Mark punches them with the force of Captain America at yes. the end of the film. And they break tables. But here's my thing. Mm-hmm. They got to tell their jokes all throughout the movie. So the movie said you wrote those jokes. Yeah. And you didn't write them bad. I'm not saying they were great jokes, but it's not not like we you start to tell a joke and he gets cut off. You completed five or six racist jokes over the course of the film. So you kind of want to have your cake and also it's racist. Right. Well, and then I don't like also how like he's he seems like he's not bothered by it at first and it's solely a great's on him. Fine. But I would have liked to have seen him say, shut up. You can't say those jokes. Stop saying that. It's not funny. I would have liked to have him address it directly. He's immediately violent. Yeah. I would have liked to. Why does he get to punch those guys? He's the biggest racist in the film. He True. should be have his head cut off. You know, Somebody should just start shooting, you know, from the, the feet up. I'm just. I'm just. Blow his I'm, toes off. I'm so mad because, like, I feel like James Earl Jones should have been. Oh, Way we'll talk more... about we'll talk about what the actors said about this film. We'll I know, but that. but I I feel like his character should have been way more upset about the situation than he was, and Mark... especially because he's a hard ass the entire movie. Right, that is all they give his character. To I mean, be. it's kind of one of those like I'm tough but fair situations. Yes, but yeah, at the end he's literally like, "Ah, oh, you did a blackface. We all make mistakes." I I mean, like, and 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 Mark is basically uh, doling out his own punishment, which honestly I don't think is enough because no, he, he gets he sets his own punishment. I'll volunteer during my school year, and I'm like, "What school year? What are you talking about? Why are you, you still going to law school?" Imagine that this happened now. Well, it didn't. Her name's Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> like this did happen. I I don't I don't know that story. Oh boy, I don't want to get into it. So okay. just Google it, listeners. If you but you definitely do know the story. Okay. Um, yeah, if this ha- if you read on, you know, news.com right. that a student was discovered, you know, he was pretending to be black at Harvard, that ki- that kid would not be going to Harvard. No, you would be gone. And also you wouldn't have you wouldn't have a law career. This guy is going to go on. He, he'll carry this with him forever. To be a lawyer. I mean, how can you trust somebody? Aren't you the who guy who's super did the blackface? Yeah. 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 Like, you did something really really He'll be like, horrible. "Hey, uh, I'm here to help with the end of the thing." They'll be like, oh, "We're good." We're fine. We got a, we got plenty of I lawyers. I mean, I just he he did it really without thinking. Like you, you know think what James I mean? Gray was bad? Who's James Gray? He's the isn't it James Gray? 
Who's the guy that did the million little pieces? The Oprah guy. Oh, James Frey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frey. Okay, sorry. James Gray is like a singer or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Babylon. Right, right, right. I know. Yes. Yeah. Right. People were upset about that. And yeah. I, now and that I, guy. I no, no. Here's the best part. That guy, James Frey. Yeah. Uh, is a he's he's a millionaire. He instead of just putting his name on right. stuff, wrote scripts under pseudonyms. He created a, like a production um, sort of group where he would. Um, basically, like uh, uh, aspiring screeners would bring him his their stuff. He would like rewrite it basically and punch it up, and then like sell it as like you know their group's stuff. Right. So he has like a whole stable of people that work for him now, and mm-hmm. he's doing better than ever. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's what white privilege is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think like what he. It's a different thing, but um. I don't think what he did was right. I don't think it was handled necessarily all that well. The viewpoint either. of this movie is totally invalid because, and like I said, this is we're, we're let's talk right now about the best, and by the best, I mean the worst scene in the film. Oh, yep, I know what you're talking about. And before we do, let's talk about what C. Thomas Howell said. He said, "Yep, I don't know. Everybody was so uptight about it. We were trying to have some fun. We were trying to like expose." You know what people think and get real, like that whole thing. Like you just can't handle it. Right, right, right. We right on Chongu about racism. I like, and you know, I wish that she had had a bigger career, but she was like the same way. She was like, and she threw Spike Lee under the bus because Spike Lee was like, "This is an abomination." I'm Spike Lee, by the way, and she's like, <laughs> I, "Honestly, yeah, honestly, I think uh, I think Spike was kind of jealous." You know, that the movie was so funny and that we did it so well. And Spike Lee came. They don't we have Twitter back then. So at some point they did right. him again. And he's like, I, I don't operate under jealousy. I'm Spike <laughs> Lee, by the way. Do you I know, know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. I'm why jealous would, of Soul Man. Why would he be jealous of Soul so Man? So maybe it's it was just so like a, a perfect constellation, like an assemblage of like completely stupid, like self-absorbed actors and, and, and writer and director. They all just thought this was a great idea. So at one point in the movie... Mark, in his, you know, black guys, goes yeah. to have dinner at uh, Whitney's house. Yes. And it's like the typical, like, like famous, you know, rich dinner. They're having uh, yes. you know, silver terrines of soup or whatever. Leslie Nielsen. Oh, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen is uh, the dad. Then the mom is also there. And there's a young Baron Trump figure. Right. Uh, child. Right. And watching TV at the dinner table. Yeah. It's one of those little three-inch yes. TVs. I had one of those. Did you really? Yeah. I don't know where we got it from. Garage sale or something, probably. Sure. Um, and so they all, over the course of the dinner, see Mark through racist vision, through yeah. their eyes. Yeah. Because they all have like assumptions, like uh, um, uh, prejudices about black people. Mm-hmm. And they are the coldest dumbest takes you can imagine it's yep. not even i mean i guess you're, you already have a scene where white people are you know having racist visions of a fake black person but I know. yeah so the mom sees him as you know like a some mandingo type figure who's gonna ravage her or whatever and she wants it with a knife in his mouth <laughs> yes and just rips her clothes off and the kid probably the most innocent he just you know he just sees him as like he's watching um I think he's watching Little Richard on the TV. I think, but that's then what he you sees said. Mark as like Prince, a Prince type figure. Yeah. Which, wait a minute, that is the worst one. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see C. Thomas Howell dressed as Prince. No. That's sacrilege. Yeah. Right. And then Leslie Nielsen like sees him in. I don't think it's the worst one. <laughs> a, a pimp outfit. Yeah. Eating watermelon 
and his daughter's pregnant and he's like go get me some so something else some, something some, racist bitch he might have been asking for more watermelon no no he's like go get my heroin syringe is that what it was yes even worse um yep the, but yeah there's a scene in this movie bad. where mark's eating a banana now you told on yourself movie mm. you told on yourself mm. can you think of all the times you've seen a character of any race eat a banana in a film Nobody eats bananas in films. I guess I haven't really seen it a whole lot, no. no. So who was that the actor's idea? It doesn't matter. The point is is that you, you told know. you told on yourself. There's no way to square that. It isn't like he eats one and then somebody makes a joke about it and he's like, Black people have it tough. There are scenes like that in this, although way fewer than you'd think. There's one scene where he's profiled by a uh, cop, by a cop mm-hmm. and pulled over and then he gets thrown in jail. And it's he can't th- and there isn't a single ID. black person in the jail in this racist town. It's just True. a bunch of Celtics fans who are mad because a team of N words. The movie yep. just just gets away with saying the N word. Yep. Only it doesn't get away with it because we're telling about him. We're mm. telling on him right now. <laughs> and then so he gets beat up in prison, and that's his like, oh well, black people have it tough sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I because I. I can't stand injustice. I started to think about how to fix this film. Is there oh any way this goodness. film could work? And all I could think of was, what if Mark was an actual black person? What if this was a Damon Wayans film? Now, okay. it eliminates the whole premise because, or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's like he's a guy who's like working really hard and he gets this scholarship and he's like, I can't believe it. I'm going to get to go to Harvard. This is amazing. Then he gets to Harvard. This is not like a comedy. And he experiences everything that Mark went through, only he's an actual black person and he's seeing like this prejudice. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe he thought it'd be different because it was Harvard, but it turns out that people are racist everywhere. Now, that actor would never have put on a pimp suit so that you have to change a lot of these scenes. Yeah. But you could still see how you could have a, you could have a thing where people see him, you know, through their own prejudices, uh, lens or whatever. Maybe that would work. I don't know. Or um, here's another thing, better. and this is a totally different film. Mm-hmm. What if Mark can't get into Harvard, so he's got to go to another school, and he ends up at a traditionally black university? Oh. So let's say that he, you know, like like Hillman, you know, like, or, or I mean, that's a fake one from the Cosby Show, but like, you know, Howard or like a real sure. uh, historically black university. Yeah. It'd have to be fake because no black university would sign off on this. <laughs> and so he goes to a all black school mm-hmm. and I don't have anything after that. Because oh. what is he going to get profiled for being white? There there also is no movie there. But you could have maybe a fun comedy, uh, you know, that plays with race and doesn't do anything racist where he has to sort of like, you know, assimilate into this world. Although that's called Save the Last Dance. I guess we already saw that, right? Because Julia Stiles wants to learn to funk, funky dance. Yeah, right. And so she's got to get like a black boyfriend and, and hang out with a bunch of back, black people. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Answer, can't be fixed. Um, no way to fix it. No. But we know he hates the Beach Boys now. <laughs> okay, he goes on to say, he goes on to say, know i like some of their more funky stuff i'm like why well first of all the beach boys do not have any funky stuff <laughs> uh well, why would he say mike that? love's blood type is clear yeah so <laughs> yeah well um then he does this thing too like julia louise dreyfus is also in this and um she like that oh. 
he's like worried they that um it's not even good she, racism. No, that she's going <laughs> to recognize him. So he make puts, your racism better. Uh, I but instead, he puts on so Ray puts Charles on shades and he does the Stevie Wonder Ray Charles thing, which yes, we all did when we were six because we thought it was hilarious, and then we realized it's not funny. That's not funny for a lot of reasons. It's just not. And but no, and he does it in like several scenes. That becomes like his side character and, whenever and he runs continuously. Into these yeah. Like wh- what? What? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? You're just you're you're being you're being weird. You know what I mean? And and there isn't even like a scene <sighs> where <laughs> here's me trying to fix the movie again. Cut cut the friend. Screw the friend. Mm-hmm. Not I don't even know why he's in this. Yeah. Except they're trying to. This is kind of like a bosom buddy situation. So maybe they're trying to sort of ape that. I don't know. You know bosom buddies. Yes. Is that offensive? Some people might find it offensive. I don't know. I I don't know. It's, they were just I, trying to live. They they couldn't find anywhere to live, and so they were just living in a a, a, women, a women's house. Yeah. And so they dressed up like women. I'm I mean, sure there's a lot, a lot of not funny um, sexist jokes. Probably. Anyway. Uh, so it doesn't matter. So um, here's how we uh, fix this part. Make it more interesting. Speaking of Damon Wayans, he's in that movie called like is it Senseless or something mm-hmm. where. He he also like is I think he's in college and it's it's he's got to keep his grades up he's got to do a good job because you know he wants to get through college and also it's important because he's you know black and and um, Grima Wormtongue plays a scientist who is doing drug testing and so Damon Wayans I think it's Damon Wayans needs money um, so he goes to do this testing thing and the the test gives him. The drug that he gives him like shuts down one of his senses, but it makes the, the other ones better or whatever. Uh, so it's him like kind of stumbling around. It's like a goofy gross out type thing. Okay. Huh. So do something like that where the the character get rid of the friend character and instead merge him with the mad scientist student guy who's making these pills. Sure. So we have more, and it isn't just yeah. we mentioned this guy, and then Mark comes up with like a you know the next scene has a, a prescription bottle with pills in it right. have him like be in an accident uh with you know his friend's bronzer formula or something like that <laughs> so he is inadvertently turned black but then he decides well maybe i could take advantage of this yeah because i was trying to figure out how to get into harvard mm-hmm. but there is this scholarship that i saw before but i just outright and he so he's still doing bad but it isn't like the, they are diabolical like they literally go through this book of scholarships and they're like hunting for ways that they can exploit the system. And the, once again, there is no commentary about white men jumping the Taking line. Taking advantage no. of, of the system that's <laughs> in place. There's no, no way to fix it. It's terrible. No. And then also I have a problem. America loves black people. Oh my God. That line. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then like like Sarah Walker, like at the end... There, there, she's she still goes for this guy like i mean he he keeps pushing and maybe it was a i don't know uh he's like well how do you feel about interracial relationships and she's being honest with him and she's like you know i've never really you know been attracted to a white guy but maybe yeah you know, they make she's that like, the crux of it not which just is weird not like, just her like saying you lied and you cheated and right. you stole this scholarship yeah and me. i just don't think that you have any integrity and when and, he I don't fi- think and I she doesn't know this you. guy's history with the the black uh the racist joke telling guys no but then these guys walk in and tell the racist joke in front of her kid no less mm-hmm. and he lays them out and he's like all right well i gotta go and then maybe she's like well he's, he's passionate maybe he can change no it starts with him 
you know, before she knows he, he uh, in that wacky scene in the apartment, because um, he asks her, how do you feel about interracial relationships? Mm-hmm. That's his way in. Not like, how do you feel about a guy who lied to you? And, and I'm really sorry. And there's some things I need to tell you. Right. They bring right. that back for the end. And then her way to like, you know, accept him is to be like, well, I guess I'm OK with it. That's just like terrible writing. It's horrible. And it's like it's like the issue isn't that you're you're. It isn't that you're white. The issue is that, no, that, it's that all you the horrible lied crimes you that you committed and yes, yeah. all these horrible things that you did. There's, That's there's, the issue. There's one joke. Here's you can get one joke out of this. He goes to like an intramural basketball game, and then the two captains of the team are like fighting over having him on their team. Because which, they assume, and I know we're yeah. Every everything is already tainted by the fact that there is a man in a wig, a curly wig, yeah. in, in blackface. But that's kind of funny, right? But then we go through a five minute long scene, the length of the song Soul Man, mm-hmm. where it's just like all these dumb physical bits where he's you know he shoots and it goes wide, and it, it's just the movie thinks it's hilarious. Here's the mistake they made: there is one black other black student that, in that game. Yeah. And he's pretty good. Yeah. Right. So you you told on yourself again because Mark's not good because he's white and also just uncoordinated. But then the other black student is sinking threes and he's dunking. Yes, so you're just you're saying that black people are good at basketball because they're black. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. And they work that guy hard. He doesn't even have any lines in the film. No, he but doesn't. But they keep cutting back to him. As like the observer, like the average black person observer. And then when Mark does his thing, he punches the guys at the end. They kind of show that guy and that guy's like, yes. Like he's. I know. Like he's rooting for him. He's signing off on it. I know. Who do you think you are, movie? I know. Carol Black, you're confused. Yeah. Get married so you can change your name. (laughs) Or just change it. That was maybe a little sexist. Uh, Yeah. Where do you get off? I have no idea. I have no idea. And then, like, I think part of what C. Thomas Howell said, too, is is that this movie, you know, it's innocent. It's just so innocent. It's not, though. No. Your character knows what you're doing is wrong, and you do it anyway. Yeah. We use this this crime that is ridiculous, and everybody in the movie looks stupid because they can't see that this is, like, a white guy. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, so you're just bringing everybody down yes. that they would fall for this and yeah it's uh it's pretty telling mm-hmm. um it's not even it's not funny no and, it's not funny no and there's even the, the movie gets a little meta when mark for some reason just begins disrupting class by trying to tell jokes this is harvard law school he's and also just such a prick he's a prick and darth he's vader's like uh mr watson or whatever uh if you're gonna take up my time with jokes please make them funny <laughs> Yeah, that was actually kind <laughs> of funny. And I'm like, so. yeah, but they're not going to get any better. Though. No, 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 they're not. So, and uh, I also wish they had developed James Earl Jones' character more because he's just yes, basically, no I'm tough but fair at all. and a professor of criminal law. And that's about it. There's a part where like, you know, Mark gets rejected by um, Ray Don Chong. Yeah. And they play um, Black and Blue by Louis Armstrong, mm-hmm. which is literally a, a song. By a black man yes. who is just bemoaning the fact that he is black. He's unhappy because he's black. He hates his blackness. He tells people, yeah. I'm white on the inside. Now, he doesn't mean that he's, you know, you know, loves Larry Bird or whatever. He's just saying, I'm like you. I'm human on the inside. Right. But yet 
this is all anybody ever sees and I can't wash it off and there's nothing I can do about it. It's a, dep- it's a funky song. It is a depressing song. And it has nothing to do with an old lady taking two steps away from him in an elevator because he's a fake black person. No. <laughs> it's just, no. it is, it is nauseatingly insulting. It's very insulting. It I, has, it should not be in this film. I never want, what? This film shouldn't exist at well, all. Well, no, this, this film should not exist. Yeah. But I want everyone to see it. I don't think it should ever go away. Yeah. I think it, it should be shown like concentration camp footage. Wow. In schools. Okay. Wow. So you remember. Because if we take it away, we're gonna this is a monument to the startling tone deaf ignorance of people in not everybody, but people in Hollywood mm-hmm. who can make something like this and think not only that they're getting away with something, but that they're helping. Yeah. I'm helping. I'm helping. I know, right? I think everybody, it would be a crime to, to, and I'm not saying it's better than, you know, 12 Years a Slave or Selma or something like that. I'm just saying if you get rid of it because it's distasteful to you, you are, you're taking a lesson away and a very effective lesson for a lot of people Mm -hmm. about things in their own life that maybe they think are okay or that they're. They're, you know, eh, this is fine what I'm doing here or I'm helping. It would be such a shame. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I do think that you can you can learn from this film just like this is why we don't do this. Um, this is, you know, this is really tone deaf. And um, also, I mean, I think maybe what people should be taking away from Maybe what 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 the um uh what TV writers and producers and creators should be learning from this is we need to have more diversity in the writing room for one yeah uh, more diversity uh, behind the cameras as well as in front of them so um you know we need we need more diverse artists more diverse voices out there um you know and and representation matters yeah carol (laughs) um so yeah and i don't know bring it home i i feel like they think that a lot of the people who worked on this movie think that they're really saying something about racism we said that did i say that already we've said that we've been saying that for a while all right yeah i don't want to silence you but I don't want you to say the things we've already said okay all right but i anything else to achieve that um i think that's everything. Do you want to say anything else about this film? I uh, no, I've I've just said that I I just think that you know, I'm using this as a bigger a part of my bigger argument which is I get that there are things that are distasteful and maybe yeah. just don't deserve to be seen, but if we hide all the bad stuff, you're just going to get more bad stuff eventually. How are we supposed to learn from it? Yeah. I'm How not saying that better? you have to watch every 30 rock episode that's got blackface in it, but I just don't I think it's a mistake to just en masse try to cover all this up and just pretend like it didn't happen or or like with Netflix taking the the community episode off and renumbering as if it never existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know, that's erasure. It is. Um, but it's not like erasure of like, you know, uh, an endangered group, you know, or a minority no, group. No, no, it's not, it's not the same thing. But I'm just, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, getting rid of the evidence of the crimes, I think, is makes us forget uh, the depth 
of how much damage the crimes can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I didn't I don't want anybody to to pay for this because they would, you know, benefit Carol Black or whatever. <laughs> Maybe somebody could make a documentary about the making of Soul Man. Oh, you know? and then, see that could be interesting. Interview, yeah. And so and because and they just, you know, have clips from it, but cut out all the useless, unfunny filler in the movie. Hit the big the big things. We could have a whole section on the on the dinner scene. Yes. Uh, it's too late to ask Leslie Nielsen how he feels about it. Um, and like I've said, I, I don't blame the actors at all. Like Radon Chong needs a part. See, Thomas Howell needs a part. Who, by the way, he's terrible. <laughs> like he's not. Sometimes you're just you're stuck good. with bad material. Yeah. He's not making any of this work. He's no. not sympathetic. He's not charming. And you mm-hmm. need to be all those things to make this work. Like, can you imagine like a, a Tom Hanks in this role, like doing this? Um, I think I, that this I is don't modeled, want to, but I think it would be better. Yeah, I think this is modeled in a sort of you know Tom Hanksian kind of way. Like, sure. we're, we're supposed to realize that this guy's you know not doing something that we would do or that he should do, but he's wacky and he's you know we're we're kind, kind of, of a, on his side. Yeah, and right. See, Thomas Howell is not a good actor, and he cannot no. pull that off. No, he can't. I kind of, I'm a little surprised that James Earl Jones was in this movie. Um, Again, I don't blame the actors. I don't blame him either, but I just, he's such a great actor. And I think whenever you see him, he might not necessarily, I mean, I guess this is proof, but um, maybe he doesn't always pick like the best films. But I feel like if you have James Earl Jones in your film, that grants it some sort of gravitas, you know. Well, that's why they got him. And, then and that's it's also he was like him. one of three black people that like white audiences could handle back then. Well, you're, you're not wrong about that. Uh, there's definitely truth to that. Unfortunately, how can, so. how can Tiffany Haddish remake this? You want to get her canceled? <laughs> no, I, no, no. Well, yeah, I want to like rip up her SAG card. Wow, because uh, she's also not any good. But no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, she remade what women want. And it was she made what men want. And as dumb and bad and tone deaf and worthless as what women want was, right. at least it was a story about a horrible racist. But that's not really dealt with in the, the, the actor's yeah, no, life. No, no, no. Dealt with in the film. <laughs> no. But it was a yeah. story about a guy who, who never listened to women and then realizes, yeah. I should listen to women. Right. Because they're having very cliched, dumb thoughts. Uh, whereas what men want was just like, the, all the men are idiots. I'm not standing up for like depictions of men. I don't care. But it's not even like interesting. They're all just like boobs. Yeah, I like boobs and sex. These are my thoughts. I know. And I know. Like, what is just the commentary? To get out of it. Yeah, there's yeah. no commentary to be made. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. Uh, even though I've talked endlessly about how this movie should never disappear, <laughs> we should always wear this stain. I don't think you have to see it. <laughs> so, like, I'm not <laughs> recommending you run out and see it. <laughs> no. But I think if you are. Not sure how to feel about uh, all this erasure that's happening. Um, and it's a, it's a wave. It's a trend. You know, this stuff might come back. I I hate to think that I can never watch that um, community episode again. So I, I don't know. Maybe make him a white elf instead of a black elf. I don't know. Um, but if you are not sure how to feel and, uh, and you're looking for um, maybe a little clarity or you want to see an example of how maybe – you know, keeping these horrible things around is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess see it for that reason. But. Right, right. Um, it's um, you'll. I think you'll you you know if you do decide to see it, you'll get something out of it. Um, 
you might not like what you get out of it, but <laughs> you might get you, a, you know, a tumor, you'll, it'll, a brain tumor from yeah. trying to reconcile it with your with the, with the real world. It'll be a memorable experience. Though. Oh my god, it'll be an experience you never forget. <laughs> Well, that's our show. Did we get canceled? I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think we said anything all that um, controversial. Um, you know, we've, I mean, I think we've talked about it on, on the show before, you know, in our support of, of Black Lives Matter and um, and really any... Um, Careful when you say any these days. But yeah, you gotta be careful. <laughs> I, I'm talking about any any group that's that's facing actual discrimination mm. and oppression. Yeah, and not people who can't get haircuts. They don't count. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw yeah. that crazy picture of that like insane couple who's you know pointing guns at the protesters. Um, wow. you've never seen I anything. Might what, what have do you seen do it, on the but internet? Like, I. <laughs> what do you even do on the I internet? I might have seen it, but not with that context. It, does she? Ha- does he have like a huge machine gun, yes. and she has a tiny like? Well, it's gun? a handgun. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes, that. I have seen it. Yeah, and it's perfect because they're standing in front of a house, and it's like all you see is like cement columns. Like they have a gigantic house. That's what that tells you, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's a nice neighborhood because these protesters were heading towards. They were going to protest in front of the mayor's house because she's an asshole. And the police had blocked the roads because the mayor doesn't want protesters protesting her assholishness. Mm-hmm. So they sort of cut through like a, a gated section or like a like a private drive, basically. And yeah, this couple flipped out, came out, were pointing assault rifles at, at the protesters who were doing nothing. They were literally just walking by. And this isn't like, it's perfect. Like, it's just, speaking of telling on yourself, like... Uh, these the pic all the pictures of these idiots will circulate forever. Mm-hmm. Like this is yeah. this is the peak of white fragility. Yeah, this guy right. in a pink polo shirt mm-hmm. in front of his gigantic you know six bedroom house. Yeah, uh, with columns is shoot. Uh, he's arming. He's aiming a assault rifle at uh, black protesters. Yeah, it's all you need to know. Yeah, and right. thank God nothing bad happened. But yeah. I was reading into it and. I'm always surprised and just amazed and really proud of how organized these uh, protesters are. This mm-hmm. isn't just willy nilly. Like they know what they're doing and they knew that there was a couple in that neighborhood who oh, were wow. crazy and owned guns. They knew that. Huh. And in fact, before they t- took this march you know, to get to the mayor's house, they did tell people like on Facebook or whatever, we're going to go through this one area. There's some crazy people with guns. So, I mean, if you're not cool with that, you know, just, just stay, stay home. home. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so I don't I don't think they were trying to provoke this, but they already knew like this is that a possibility. This could, and they, there could be danger and they went anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're just they're brave, too. Yeah. Right. But can they okay. play basketball? That's really the important question. Wow. No. <sighs> Maybe I shouldn't watch this movie anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to watch it. Oh, that would be. Oh, my God. You know, the podcast, uh, uh, the worst idea of all time. Sounds familiar. They started off watching Grown Ups 2. They mm-hmm. decided to watch Grown Ups 2 once a week for like a oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they watched it 52 times. Then mm-hmm. they did um, Sex in the City 2. Um, just want to torture themselves. And then they did some other Sandler thing, I think. But they should watch Soul Man oh. once a week. Yeah. For it's, a year. Uh, it's definitely up there for a contender for a worst film I've ever yeah. seen. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you can find us on social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Just Enough Trope. Uh, let us know what you think of the show and how you feel about this issue. Because I bet a lot of people have differing opinions about it. Mm. Uh, also find us on streaming services. Subscribe to the show uh, wherever you are. Uh, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, what have you. And leave us a rating and a review because we would really appreciate that. We want to hear how you think we're doing. And also the computers do too. The computers yes. that control the algorithms need right. to know we're doing a good job. Yep. So keep that up. Give us five bananas. Whoa. Because they're high in potassium and they're really good for you. And it's just like for me, that was. But you know what else? That was weird that was that? it. That was it for me, and that was very early on. I was done. You know, what else was strange? even the pimp scene is them at least trying to do what they say they're doing, which is communicate an idea. Because this is this is the white people seeing this. Mm. This is they're not looking at an actual black person, but they're this is the white people seeing it. They're, this is their prejudice and racism. Yeah. But the main right. character just being like, "Yeah, I'm just having a banana." It's like that's not innocent. So give us five stars. <laughs> what are you going to say? Well, like he's he's eating the banana and then Gordon either takes it from him or he hands it to Gordon and then Gordon has some too. And I'm just like, what is... He dips it in his coffee. That's what it was. Yeah. So it was even weirder. I was like, who dips a and banana And they did have an insert coffee? for that. So now that you pointed that out, now I'm thinking, okay, so it was written in the script, but they're trying to, you know, dodge... The, this racist thing. Just don't have by it. By having the white guy eat it and also do something wacky with it. And it's like, I, no, I ain't buying it. No. That ain't it, it's Chief. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. All right. Well, we've done enough damage, I think, for one night. So mm. we'll be back next week. Uh, and until then, we're signing off. I'm your host, Caliban. I'm your co-host, Mikan Keep the geek fires burning. Black girl.